Well, good morning. Well, good morning to you, Miss Kia. Good morning, everybody. Oh, yes. Good morning. Good morning to our listeners. And thank you for joining us to another episode of Pillow Talk with Nikki and Akia. I'm Nikki. And I'm Akia. And tonight, episode six is about sex, lies, and conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll be discussing. Oh, did I just say discussing? <laughs> <laughs> we won't be disgusting. <laughs> well, it is disgusting. Some of it is disgusting. Yes, some of it is. <laughs> disgusting. But not us. <laughs> no, 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 no. Disgusting. Cheating. Cheating. Why mm-hmm. we cheat? Is once a cheater, always a cheater? Mm-hmm. And... Communication between men and women. What's what's okay. what's up with that? What's the difference? So that's what we'll be breaking down <laughs> in our discussion. Oh gosh, it, it already begins. It starts. It starts already. It, Lord, yes. It and does. if you notice, Akia said good morning. Well, yeah. So you know, we pretty much uh, do our episodes. Yeah, anytime. During mm-hmm. during the day, but it's not available to you until night because pillow talk is kind of nighttime related. So something for your for your ears, for your listening ears at night when you just want to relax and listen yes. to beautiful two beautiful women serenade your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be nighttime for some of our listeners. Overseas, right now, you know. yes, you are right. Mm-hmm. You are correct. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You are right. Yeah. It could be morning well, when we upload it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, you know, yeah, you, you're right. You're right about that. Somebody's probably like, yes, Kia, thank you. Check her. It's five o'clock somewhere. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> yes, ma'am, it is. You know, I, I, I want to tell you this, too. The mm-hmm. other day, I think it was, we were wrapping up episode, was it episode four? No, 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 no. It was episode five. It was episode five. The one on forgiveness, our last episode. And okay. that was the night that you called me about, mm-hmm. you know, you needed my help with Shantae. And mm-hmm. when we got off the phone and then I called you it was like what 12 o'clock well I just so you know I did not go to sleep until almost three o'clock that morning what I couldn't go to sleep did we have you wound up you know what I don't know what it was but I'm laying there in the bed it's dark Mm -hmm. Reggie's just snoring away and I'm looking up Mm -hmm. at the ceiling what I and and I think it's the ceiling fan blades. You know, you know, without my glasses mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stuff, honey, I'm blind. I can't see nothing. Even mm-hmm. my supervision wasn't helping me. But I can't. <laughs> it was. I, so I'm sitting there. I'm closing my eyes, and I keep trying to, you know, I'm trying to meditate. I'm trying to do everything to like, okay, put my mind at ease, go to sleep, go to sleep. And the only thing that kept popping up, and the only thing that I could see, 
was Burger King spicy chicken nuggets. Oh! <laughs> and I don't. And and the funny thing is, I don't even eat Burger King like that. Like I don't. No. I may eat Burger King once or twice a year, even if that. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. this is not one of my. You know, when you got Chick Fil A. <laughs>
have you tried the flaming hot shrimp? The flame hot Cheeto shrimp? No. Oh God. Oh my God. That sounds really good. I just made some the other day. I'm, I I literally oh. made me a snack and that was my snack. So well, you know with, when yes. it comes, when it comes to shrimp, I have to be in a mood for shrimp. Mm. It's not like it's not like crab legs. Like crab legs is like oh, well, see, I, all day yeah. every day. But yes, I can shrimp, I have yeah. to be in a mood for shrimp, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that that brings me to a mood for it. <laughs> Tell me about that. <laughs> yes, it's really good and it's really really simple. You just get mm-hmm. now. I tried the and I love got family. I absolutely love flaming hot Cheetos. Me and my mom, that's like our thing. We could be on the and my mom is in her seventies. That's all I'll say, and um. She can eat a whole bag of flaming hot Cheetos, and I and 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 she's like, good. Like her and I will be sitting on the phone, and we'll just be talking. Sometimes we don't even be talking; we just be sitting there listening to each other eat. Our yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's our conversation right there. And um, they came out with an extra, extra flaming hot Cheetos. And oh no. I act, oh, but they're so good. You know what? Listen, I'll tell you. You know who I am. I know you are. But I'm so addicted to the extra, extra ones that when I eat the regular ones, it's like it's like eating regular Cheetos. Uh-uh. But, no. but <laughs> I have tried making the shrimp with either, with both. I mean, sorry, with both of them. I actually mm-hmm. prefer the regular flaming hot than the extra hot. I don't know why because when I it seems like when I make it with the extra extra hot, mm-hmm. it loses its potency. I I don't really Ew. feel that that little bite like I do with the regular. So family, mm-hmm. listen, if you want to try, it's it's super super easy. Just get you some shrimp, not not the mm-hmm. cooked kind, the raw. Get you some mm-hmm. shrimp and then just. Get you a bag of flaming hot Cheetos, mash those things up, punch them, kick the heck out of them, make sure they're all crumbled, or just put them in a food processor and grind them up to like a dust. And then get mm-hmm. you some flour and egg, and you dip your your uh, shrimp in the flour, then you dip it in the egg, and then you dip it, coat it in the flaming hot Cheeto dust, and then mm-hmm. you fry it, and it, all, it literally only takes, you got to be careful, make sure your oil isn't super, super hot because, you know, shrimp does not take long to cook. Like, within no. the moment you put it in and they turn, you take them out. And so you got to be mm-hmm. careful so that you don't burn it because, you know, it's not going to taste good. Oh, my gosh. And then some people squeeze a little lime on there. I don't need to do all that. I just mm. pop them in my mouth and they are good. You got to give them a try. So give them a try. And if you if you like it, let us know. Like, you know, I'll yes, give you our, our contact information um, towards the end of the podcast um, for that. But, yes, give it a try. I, I love them. I absolutely love them. Man, that so, sounds yeah. divine. Yes, oh, yes. I'm really starving good. now. But I'm looking forward to it's our really, really dear friend's birthday today, and we're yes. having a girl's get-together. So yes. by the time you listen to this, it, it would mm-hmm. it's already going to be happening. So when you're listening mm-hmm. to this, just think of us. We're, we're partying. We're partying yes. already. <laughs> Dancing on the ceiling. Yes. Not too much because, listen, I have to be 100 
Because guess what tomorrow is, guys? What's tomorrow? You know what? I should. You should have made me watch that during the summer, like when I've had no. some, or like so I can catch up and get mm. caught up on it so and enjoy it happened. too. So mm-hmm. much has happened. I and I, I thank my husband for making me a Walking Dead fan because I was not into the zombies and the vampire kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so when it first came out he was telling me about it he's like babe i want you to watch this well it's a comic book he's like it, they it's based off the comic books now i love to read i absolutely love to read and i love mm-hmm. you know any kind of stories and so when he he had me at comic books because i'm like okay reading and he's like just please he's like if you don't like it you don't have to watch it deal i said okay deal yeah we're like what eight nine years later mm-hmm. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I do. I do. I'm, but I'm a little nervous about this season because I just feel like I feel like we're gonna lose a lot of great people this season, mm-hmm. and so I'm kind of like trying to prepare for it so it's not as of mm-hmm. a. I think it's gonna be a blow no matter what, but it's kind of mm-hmm. like. It's probably around that time. So, um, yeah, but I'm excited. I can't. I'm I'm still debating, like, what I'm going to make, like, little finger foods for him and I to, to munch on. We're going to make sure that the, the girls are in bed extra early sleep because we do not want any interruption. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait. I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm gonna be put on silent. <laughs> yes, yes. Do not disturb. Do not disturb. So yes, honey. So I ain't gonna hear it anyway. Even if <laughs> and I'm gonna turn the house phone ring off. Yes, I still have a house phone. Leave me alone. <laughs> yes. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. So. Sex, lies, and conversation. Hmm. Yes. Why do people Basically, cheat? yes. Why do people cheat? Mm-hmm. That has been a question on my mind for a long time. Yeah, why <laughs> do we cheat? Uh, so many reasons. Um, that's one that I can really identify with. Mm-hmm. Um, strongly. Um, I think I touched on it a little bit when um, one of our listeners had asked a question to us and had asked me mm-hmm. a personal question. Yeah. And uh, I touched on it a little bit because I touched on it a little bit because I knew we would eventually get to the point where I can go in depth a little bit more mm-hmm. on the situation. And I didn't want to just, you know, spill all the tea at one right. time. <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, you know, I can identify that. I hope y'all don't mind with a little personal bit of me. But... Um, no, honey, I think they love the juice. People love the juice. They love it? Okay. Yeah, they do. Well, and and that, and and if you didn't tune in last time, we got a email from one of our family members out there, one quote-unquote listeners, 
Her name mm-hmm. is Marjorie. Marjorie from Marjorie. Fresno. Was it Fresno, California? Fresno, California. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Marjorie, if you're tuning in tonight, hello. (laughs) Yes, hello. I'm sorry. I'm drinking on my tea. (laughs) Drinking is in sipping tea. How you doing? Mm -hmm. How you doing? 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 (laughs) Shout out to my girl, y'all. I love Lisa Wendy. I don't care about what nobody say. Nobody say about my girl, Wendy. That is my girl. That's my aunt. Like, in my head, my relationship, people, huh. like, that that's my aunt. Like, she is real-life family, like my aunt. But anyway. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Oh, right now. <laughs> okay, but, but no. Um, cheating is a very... Is a very, um, I guess, a sore spot in my life that I know all too well. Right. And um, um, from the listeners out there, I am now in my 40s. Um, I had just turned 40 in May. And so all through my teens, I was like just, you know, wilding out, having fun. And um, I had one serious relationship in my teens, and that was with my oldest son's father, my eldest son's father, let me be correct. And um, we got together when I was really young. And um, although my father is in my life, I had daddy issues. And it took me until now to get past a lot of my day issues, even though mm. I thought I was well over them a long time ago. Right. I learned later on that I really wasn't. So um, I had an identity crisis with that. And um, so I was with my oldest eldest son's father for Hmm, I can say about seven years, maybe. And um, it was an on and off relationship. Um, and um, one of the times, the first time this has happened to me with the cheating was um, I we were broke up. And um, during that time, I had got pregnant with my daughter from another man. And then mm. while I was pregnant, before I was showing, really, me and my eldest son's father got back together. And um, so then that's when I let him know I was pregnant and everything. And I'm not going to lie, I was wrong about some things. I knew that I wasn't pregnant by him, but I told him that I was. And, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, I'm not perfect. You know, I've done some things in my past. I have a past. Right. And um, it's not all pretty, but I've learned from my past. And um, so at that time, right, exactly, ashes for beauty. 
And at that time, I was now entering into my 20s. I was around about uh, 19, 20 then. And um, so we had gotten back together. I thought everything was good between us. And um, it wasn't because something about I've learned about a man, sometimes they can't let certain things go. They're not like us women a lot. They, like, cheating really hurt them bad. I'm not saying it doesn't hurt us, but sometimes because they're visual creatures and they they visualize things like like a thousand times worse Mm -hmm. (laughs) than we can sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I'm thinking everything is good. He's still coming home every night and um, everything and still being a good man to me. And um, I remember about, um, it was about two weeks prior to our breakup. Um. I was in his car because I didn't have a car at the time. So I was in his car, driving his car, and I ran across some phone numbers because, y'all, that was before cell phones were popular. That's when people people still wrote their phone number on paper. (laughs) Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Did they have the beepers yet? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh But at the time, beepers, beepers have faded out a little bit and okay Okay. and so but um he he had wrote her number these numbers it was three numbers and one of them had a star beside it i'll never forget that and i was like a star okay a star beside this one really so um I confronted him about it. He told me it was nothing because at that time he was working as a um, bouncer at a club, and he was like, oh, it's nothing, you know, it was a client. Some clients wanted me to work for a private party, whatever. He came up with a real smooth lie. So I'm like, okay, so we had pictures set up. I had set up for us to go take family pictures. And he was like, okay, you know, that's fine. You know, you you go on and get what you want me to wear and da-da-da-da-da, what everybody wants us to wear. You know, he gave me the money for it, and I'm like, right. okay. So I go out. I'm buying outfits for us for these pictures and everything. And the day that we were supposed to go for pictures, he did not come home. Mm. Wow. And I was like, okay, so I was calling his mom's house like crazy, looking for him. He wasn't there. He wasn't there. So I was like, where in the world is he at? So I remember the piece of paper that I found. <laughs> I held on to it. Something <laughs> tells me I hold on to it. So uh-huh. I held on to it, yeah. Um, actually, I wrote the numbers down, and I held on to them. So <clears throat> I called the first number. No, 
I don't know who you're talking about. I'm like, okay. I called the second number. Somebody answers the phone of this man. He was like, no, uh, boo, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know such and such. So I was like, okay. I called that one with the star. Now, that was the one that, that I just, I had a gut feeling about. Mm. We always talk about that feeling. Mm-hmm. I called that number. She answered the phone, and she got flaw with me. And she was like, yeah, he's here, but that's not your man no more. That He's mine. Ooh. And I was whoa, like, whoa, whoa. So the old me, my mouth got to running. <laughs> what was some of that? Oh boy, she was this, she was that, and if you don't bring his blank and a blank, and you not no boy, it was a lot of beefing. <laughs> it was a lot. It was like because I, I wasn't, I wasn't saved then, right, right, <laughs> and right. that's when I was still put these hands on you. <laughs> and I was like, girl, you let me know where you at. She wouldn't let me. So I, back then, we still have phone books. <laughs> oh God. I grabbed oh, the phone book. Even in the phone book. <laughs> Girl, no, she was in the phone book. Cause let me Ooh. tell you, I went, I went down, I went, I just went down until that phone never matched, and I oh, found Lord. it. Oh Lord, no, you didn't. Yeah, I'm no, telling you, you I was, I was one of them. I was oh, one of them. Magnum PI. Yes, I was. Yes, I oh. was. Found that chick's house, and I was like, oh no, okay. I ran up on like like Cardi B say, ran up on B. I came over there. Sure enough, his car was there because uh, I had got my mom's car and I was out searching. Mm. Found him. And he was like, "You need to just go on about your business because I know that baby ain't mine and I ain't leaving." And da 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 da. I'm like, "But we are together." And right. he's like, no, we work together. But mm-hmm. I know that baby's not mine and da 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 So that was the first time I experienced cheating. But let me go back a little bit more. Um, after I found the number, I had a dream. And this is one thing about me I've noticed. Every time I'm in a relationship with someone, every time it has not failed one time, I have a dream of that person cheating on me with somebody. And it'll be when I had a dream about her, she was, it was, um, I had a dream that she had green hair and that she was the opposite race for what she was. And she didn't have green hair. She had red hair. And and sure enough, it played out like my dream, and it always does. Wow. And, um, yeah, that it, it used to scare me, but then I realized, you know, God blessed me with the gift mm-hmm. of not being ignorant. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, God oh. do a lot more blessing with people on that. But anyway. Exactly. But anyway, you know, that was my first time experience, experiencing cheating. Right. And then, you know, of course, you know, time went by and he was sorry, he was wrong, it didn't work out with them, he wanted me back and I was like, No. 
And, um, you know, I went through it some more when I was pregnant with my daughter. I had an experience with with that father cheating on me. And uh-huh. um, so um, back to why a person cheats. A person, I to me, I feel a man cheats. It's not because... It's not because of us, ladies. It's not. A lot of times it's not because of us. It's because they're just not on a level of seriousness. And and sometimes they can be on a level of seriousness, but they get weak. It's something that they feel like they're lacking. Or um, Because I have talked to different men about this, why, do you see, I used to date a guy that was a psychologist, and he had asked me a question because I, one of my big things um, with me in the past was if you if you hurt me, if you cheat me, if we if, cheat on me, and if we break up, I will never be able to take you back ever. And and I and I used to I used to be like that so. For real, I was like that. Right, right. But then after talking to this man that I used to talk to, we we were we were considering getting married at one time. And so he he came up to me with questions that no man has ever really asked me before. So I was like, oh, wow, okay. But he had asked me, okay, so what? how would you feel if you're married? and your husband cheats on you, you know, but y'all have established so much together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and and it's kind of one of those catch-22s mm-hmm. because, I mean, if I say anything can be worked out if it's worth working out. But both parties have to want to work it out. Absolutely. You can't have one party that wants to work it out, but mm-hmm. the other party is teeter tottering and like, mm-hmm. mm, you know, I do, and then, but don't, but you know, actions speak louder than words, right? And right. you have to, you have to really do what it takes because it's a lot. It's a lot because once you get, I'm the type. Once I get something in my head that. I have been cheated on. I'm going to start self-doubting myself. I'm going to start being insecure about myself mm-hmm. cuz I'm be like, "Oh my god, is it this? Is mm-hmm. it my weight? Is it is it my mm-hmm. looks or, you know, mm-hmm. what am I not doing, you know?" Or, right, right. You know, am I not freaky enough or, or what, you know, what, right. you know? But it comes to communication. If you have a good communication in your marriage or in your relationship, you can't get past it. You can, but you have to work on it. You have to put out your mind the negativity. And um, I, one thing I'm big on is I'm big on ministry. I'm watching different ministries. And um, there's a minister that I love to watch. Um, comes on TV, and he's a marriage minister. And he ministers about, you know, 
getting over things, and him and his wife at one time went through this, and they almost divorced because he cheated. And first you have to admit you're wrong. Right. You have to walk in that, but the other person can't keep throwing that up in your face. Yeah. Every time, every time an argument comes about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we feel it, but that's the part of being married. You have to forgive one another. And you can't really truly say that you've forgiven a person if you really keep throwing it up. You didn't forgive about it. Because you can forgive, but you won't forget, but you're not going to keep throwing that up in that person's face, making them feel that way. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think it's possible, like you said, I agree with you, that once you have, if you have truly 100% have forgiven that person, Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be a topic of discussion. Not saying ever, again, because there might be situations where, you guys may have to talk about it or relive it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then what if the hurt is just so deep that you feel like you mm-hmm. just can't get past it or you feel like there are just still things that questions that you have that are unanswered. You don't really understand why your spouse cheated on you and you don't really feel like your spouse gave you that answer to kind of complete the, the puzzle. What do you, what do you say to someone who's just, I mean, they're, they're just that deeply cut that they can't, they feel like they can't get past it or they cannot not bring it up. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that, that comes to communication again, Apparently, it wasn't clear, and you have to you have to mark out. First of all, you have to mark out time for your marriage. Mm -hmm. You have to mark out time to sit down and be like, "Okay, baby, I really want I really want to get past this. I do." Right. So you got to work with me, and that other person has to commit to that and say, "Okay, I'm going to help you get through this because." I inflicted this pain, and I did such and such. So that person has to own it too. But but if there's a question that wasn't really answered, <clears throat> that person needs to do everything they can to break it down and explain everything. And then you that person has to realize, okay, they're flaws, and they have to work on themselves too. Because right. sometimes it's two. Sometimes it's the other person too. Right, right. Does it mean that that because they cheated, they're in love with the other person? Mm-hmm. It means that there was something missing. Something because sometimes some people get so wrapped up in their work and mm-hmm. and neglect their partner. Right and. And so that a partner is starving for attention. Right. And because they're starving for attention, it only takes one person to come along with the right words to say mm-hmm. that you needed to hear from your spouse. Right. That you didn't hear. Right. You know, one thing I'm big on is 
when you're married, you still have to date each other. Yes. I'm happy you brought that up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You've got to keep the fire going. When you yes. feel it's starting to get dull, mm-hmm. you have to you have to do this. And one thing I've talked to um, some ladies about before is you have to do what it takes to keep your marriage fresh because your, mar- your husband is a visual person, first of all, and a lot mm-hmm. of us don't know that. A right. lot of us don't know that men are are, are visual creatures. Because I, I didn't know. I didn't right. know. Uh, one thing about me being being single and dating, there there was a guy that I dated, and he, you know, he wasn't in the same town as me, and mm-hmm. he so he wanted to see pictures of me. Send me a picture, you know, today of you and mm-hmm. um, right. Or let me see you dressed up, and you know when right. I'm going out with my friends. Let me okay, send me a picture. Let me see what right. you're looking like. Right. You know we gotta still right. keep his back, keep his attention, do what right. it takes. I mean, if you want that man, if you want, yes. if you want, if you want him, you gotta do what it takes. Or if you want her, yes. I need to also speak to my brothers about doing what it takes to keep your woman, because yes. there are some things you need to do too to keep your woman because cheating ain't just one way. The woman can right. cheat too. Well, I, I'm happy that you <clears throat> brought that up because, well, it's, it's kind of making me jump forward in my thoughts, but I'll go back to my other thoughts on the communication part. But mm-hmm. you're right. You, you're you right because men express their love in a more physical way. Like you said, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're visual creatures. Mm-hmm. They And that's what they do. That's their way of just expressing their love, you know, they, they don't mm-hmm. really, they really don't sometimes have that perfect, oh, okay, my book, my book, I was doing good. They don't have that perfect feeling words, if you will, mm-hmm. I guess, for their mm-hmm. spouse. Mm-hmm. So sex becomes an important path to connection with mm-hmm. their wives. And and that's just, that's, that's the truth. You know, mm-hmm. that's their path to connection and intimacy so Mm -hmm. when your husband is coming to you to connect on an on that level because that's his way of expressing himself when -hmm. you turn it down for him it's an automatic rejection oh yes and that absolutely it can easily translate to Mm -hmm. feeling unloved yep Mm -hmm. and so that's why we have to be we have to be careful when we say, "Oh, I'm too tired," or "I don't feel good," yeah. or "I have a headache," or you know, "It's been a rough day." Because, granted, there may be days you may feel like that, and, mm-hmm. and everybody does. Where there are just some days where you just, baby, not tonight, and mm-hmm. he's going to be okay with that. But mm-hmm. if you do it every time or eighty oh, percent mm-hmm. of the time. It's like the boy that cried wolf, that one on those days where you really feel like that, he's going to feel like, you're mm. just telling me, you're just giving me another excuse. You're just, you're just, and so he's left there feeling unloved. Not that he's, you know, just a hornball, but this is your, mm-hmm. this is your husband. When you're married, right. we are not women and men too. And this goes for the men too. We are not to withhold sex. That's right. From our spouse. Yep. Reggie and I, I'm 
in in our marriage, and and I'm just speaking okay. for myself, uh-huh. that whenever he chases me, I allow him to catch me. Yes. Every time. Mm-hmm. And I I suffer from PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And one of the things, the effects of that is I have a very low libido. Like my sex drive is like, it is. And, and, and I can't help mm-hmm. it. It's a hormone imbalance. It's a hormonal imbalance. I can't help it. Mm-hmm. But. My when it comes to that, my PCOS has nothing to do with my marriage. It has nothing to do with when it's time for Reggie and I to connect. When it's time mm-hmm. for me to give him or submit, I will say, because I don't like to say give, but submit myself right. to him. Because if that was the case, we wouldn't have sex. Every bunch is every freaking day. <laughs> I mean, I'm mm-hmm. just going to be honest, you know. Right. And so I had to mentally tell myself, okay, listen, this is your PCOS. This has nothing to do. Girl, give it to him. Like just so it's, I've put myself in that mind frame that, you know what, okay, it's not because I don't want it because I do. It's just that my mm-hmm. body doesn't send those signals to like, okay, it's time for you to jump on your husband. But. Mm-hmm. Because I have pretty much trained and programmed my mind to, like, I'm going to go into, we've learned our love language. And in marriages, mm-hmm. you have to learn your spouse's love language. And mm-hmm. for our family out there who doesn't know what love language is, it's just the five ways people speak and understand love. And so when he's communicating with me, I mean, uh, look, there are times he doesn't even have to communicate with me, honey. I, I, he may be gone, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to be on top of it first. Girl, he come in the door, and I'm beaver first. <laughs> right, right, exactly. You know, exactly. I'm, I'm literally greeting the beaver first. Like, he's exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, so. Bring him from the ceiling, coming yes, in. Yes, <laughs> yes. So it's, like, it's important. It's important mm-hmm. for us to not take advantage of that because little you know and and we may know but some of us may not know that for them when you reject them and if it is constantly a rejection then they start to feel the insecurity like you said or is it is it me you know is she not attracted to me you know mm-hmm. what am I doing wrong you know then they start looking at themselves and they're like okay do I need to lose weight do I need to you know shave my beard maybe she don't think my beard you know isn't sexy anymore or you know they start to doubt themselves and then guess what what happens miscommunication then that's when that whole communication thing just comes tumbling down Mm -hmm. so you know i'm happy that you you brought that up because that is so that is so so true that's true true. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Mhm. So, yep. um, it's not like I said. It's not. It's not all the time us, but it can be us. Right. If, you know, it it can be. Sometimes mm-hmm. it can be. It can. We can be the reason. Right. Um. So you just have to sit down and get that, and and learn each other. Like you said, learn each other's love language. Yes. Absolutely. 
It, it's important. It's it's important. And so, would you agree? What would you agree then that one of the problems in today's marriages is misunderstanding? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Misunderstanding. Oh my gosh, I could write a book on that. Yeah, right? Because, you know, not, not, really, not being able to really understand what the other person is really trying to say can be a mm-hmm. big, big, big issue. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really can. It really can. And we, um, so that, therefore, you know, you have to, you have to, like you said, break it down to that person on the kindergarten level. Break it down to them. Break it down. I love them. kindergarten level. Yeah, girl, me too. Shoot, for real. I'm, I'm, I'm. That's one thing I'm big on. You know, I'm big. <laughs> I'm big on on communication, and I'm big on um, knowing my place. Everyone right. needs to know their place. Know their place, yes. And um, when I say know your place, I mean know your role, know who you are, know if you're the girlfriend, mm-hmm. know if it's just a a a, a cut buddy, um, right? As we another word for a cut buddy, y'all mm-hmm. is booty call, or booty call. or <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you really, we need to know. So communication is, is the key, but we, if a person doesn't understand, you know, I really don't understand why when you take the time out to sit and explain, you need to, I mean, fully explain, don't, don't shut down. Don't try to shut the conversation off because you're having a hard time explaining to this person. Figure out some kind of scenario where you can uh, just explain to this person to get it through to their head really why it happened. Because once you get to the root of it, it's easier to work through it. You can either know if I need to stay or do I go. Because sometimes in the root of it, it just can't be fixed. Mm-hmm. And, some, and, and and sometimes we can hold on to a thing and it's just bound to blow up because it just really wasn't right to begin with or it was right at the beginning, but mm-hmm. somewhere along the line, communication and just everything just flat and just, right. you know, right. you know, just slid down the hill. But you have to you have to just be willing to talk about it frequently. Mm-hmm. You, it, mm-hmm. you have to talk like frequently. You know that's one thing about me and the last relationship that I was in. God knows, I think that was one of one of the best relationships that I had, even though it wasn't. But. That one right there really brought a lot of awareness to me mm-hmm. because because he was such a big communicator. Right. And um he was big on on talking. It was a long distance relationship, first of all, listener. 
and family. It was a, it was a long distance relationship, um, and that's another thing. You know, I used to be very big on long distance relationships, but after that, when I don't think I want another long distance relationship anymore because I just know where I'm at in life, and I know right. that. Um, the way I look at things, I don't think things need to be drawn out for years and years mm-hmm. for me. And the way that things are going in my life, I'm just not willing to give a long time into something with it going nowhere. Right. So, um, but back to that, you know, uh, we used to talk about cheating a lot, and mm-hmm. because he was married before, he was divorced when we were together, but he had been married before, and his wife cheated on him. Not once, not twice, but three times that he knows about, but it could have been more than that. Mm-hmm. But with that right there, with between them, I think that because, they both had sex addictions. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. And um, so, you know, um, hers got a little bit out of hand. Mm-hmm. And um, so they, you know, he was able to forgive her several times. He said it wasn't the fact that she cheated on me. It was the fact that she hid it from him. And so he was like, I could get past it, but when you lie to me to my face mm-hmm. and, like, you know, because the last time he caught her in the act in their home. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ooh. It couldn't have been me. Uh, <laughs> no. No. Oh, it couldn't have been me. But, you know, that's one thing about their relationship. You know, they sat and talked. He said, I respected her and I could get over it because the first couple of times that it happened, she sat him down at the table and she told him, Mm -hmm. I fucked up. I did this and this and that. Right. I cheated on you while he was gone away working. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he's like, don't get me wrong. He said, it hurt me like hell. But I wanted my marriage, too. And we were, they were good friends. So he wanted to work past that. And he tried to work past that. But for her, it just, she her appetite was just too much, and then you know it just it just spun out of hand. So you have to know you have to know your partner. You have to keep that that line of communication going at it. Because he said, you know, they were like rabbits. You know, yeah. they used to go at it all the time. But then he got a job to where he he was working like two and three jobs and one of the jobs he had to leave for several months and because it was one it was a traveling job. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, 
when she just did what she did. But, um, you know, uh, we, we, we were big communicators. We were big on, on talking and communicating and, um, everything. And I just, I just learned a lot. I learned a lot. Right. But, um, it's definitely not easy. Um, I believe that he cheated on me. <laughs> I do. Oh wow. I do. Yeah. Really? I do. Yeah. Uh-huh. I believe that he cheated on me. Um well, and there, like, I think some evidence or just you just had a suspicion. I had a suspicion and there were kind of evidence to okay. um okay. like I think that a text message had got sent to me by mistake. Oh, wow. And I think he tried to play it off mm. a couple of times. And, um, you know, hindsight is 2020. And mm-hmm. um, so, you know, after after a month when I was really, after we broke up and after a month, I was, I, I was ready to release and let all that pain and, and everything go. I have found one of um I found my old cell phone cuz I had by the time you know us being in a relationship I had switched um mm-hmm. a couple phones mm-hmm. <laughs> and I went back on some of the the text messages and one of them I mean oh my gosh it was so it was so clear that it wasn't <laughs> It it was not for me. It was not for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there was no way he could clean that up. Not one. Day. No. I mean, well, he he used he to tried. use his. He he tried because okay, listeners, I don't discriminate. I don't. And he was legally blind. He could see in one ear. Yeah, I'm giving you away if you listen. <laughs> You are on blast. Yes. You You know who you are, sir. That's why you got to be careful what you do because you never know how it's going to come back around to you. No, you don't. No, you don't. Okay. Okay. So, So, um, mm -hmm. he he used to use speak text a lot. Okay. Okay. And sometimes. It wouldn't, the words weren't right, you know. Uh, Right. And everything. So, you know, I used to let it slide at Uh first. You know, because I'd be like, okay, you know, I know he's using speak text and and I know it ain't right. Because, shoot, keep it real, I didn't use speak text sometimes and and it don't come out right. Right. (laughs) You know. Right. Um, uh, Google does what she want to do (laughs) sometimes. But, yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, it was just—it was just obvious later down the road. I mean, hindsight. Oh my God! I was like, "Wow, really, Kia? Really?" Hmm. And um, so you know, I learned. I learned a lot. I did. I learned a lot, and which I think 
all my relationships, I should learn something from them. Absolutely. I always want to learn something from my relationship, right. whether right. it be good or bad. I learned a lot of good from this one. It wasn't right. all bad. It really mm-hmm. wasn't. Um, I learned. I definitely learned how to step up my A game. Hmm. I really did, and um, I definitely learned how to. How to not, how do you say it? Um, I learned how not to do wifely duties before you are wifed. Hmm. <laughs> That's another discussion. We're, yes, topic ma'am. We're going to discuss in one of our episodes. Um, yes. and, and this too, family, this episode is, I'm considering this part one because there are so yes. many different levels that yes, we're going to break is. this down. This one is just mm-hmm. basically explaining why. Why mm-hmm. do we believe people cheat? You know, mm-hmm. that's what we're going to and, – and we've already mm-hmm. established that it's communication is probably mm-hmm. one of the number one reasons why. And But right. part two is definitely going to be more so, okay, once that cheating has taken place, what what do you do next? What's the next mm-hmm. step? Do you leave the relationship? Do you leave the marriage? Mm-hmm. Or do you stay? So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to – so this is part one. This is definitely yeah. part one. It is. I know one of the things that we did speak about, um, one of the questions was, do you think once a cheater, always a cheater? Can I answer that now? Do you rather me wait? Um, it does. No, go go right ahead. Go Go right ahead. Do you think it's a myth or do you think it's a fact? I think that is a myth. Okay. I do. Because okay. every day people change. Right. And sometimes a person has been a cheater, but really all in all, if you look at the big picture, the person mm-hmm. they was with is not who they were meant to be with. Mm. And sometimes you find your your equal balance and mm-hmm. you find someone, and you don't cheat on them. Right. Um, oh, I wanted to give a name, but that person is famous, and I don't want to get sued. Oh, no. No. no, no. Okay. We're not That's ready true. for that. No, no, we're not ready for that. But I am going to just use the analogy. There is... There is a a famous person that we all know (laughs) and love and respect and admire and has been married several times. And he has cheated and he has been up front with it. But the woman he is married to now, he was like, he's like, hell no, ain't no way. Because she balances him. And plus, sometimes it's just a time in our life. Sometimes you could just be, it can just be a time in your life where you're not really mentally, you think you're mentally ready to settle down and be with with this one person, but you're you're really not mentally ready yet because anything and everything can turn your attention. Now, Mm -hmm. there was, um, back to a 
um, a couple episodes that we had. I think it was a couple episodes. Maybe mm-hmm. it was like one one episode away, but um, mm-hmm. I had mentioned that a, one of my exes mm-hmm. had called me, and he was asking me questions, and he was trying to, you know, give me hypothetically right. questions. And I right. was like, well, uh-uh, we're not going to do that. We're <laughs> okay. not going to dance to that because you're not trying to get with me. Right. So don't feel guilty on asking me about somebody else. You know, enough time has passed between us. Oh, believe me, trust me, partner. Right. I'm, I'm right. way over you. <laughs> you ain't even on my level, partner. <laughs> but, I, think, um, I think that was um... – I want Forgiveness? to say that was no, no, no. I think that was episode three no. for homie lover friend. I think that was our homie lover oh, friend. Oh, yeah. Episode. You right. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So anyway, he was asking me one of the questions he was asking me was mm-hmm. um, about. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna switch all the BS around and I'm gonna put it like he really meant it. Um, basically, he was seeing this young lady. Mm-hmm. And um, he works a lot, and um, they're still at the getting to know me stage. Okay. But she don't trust him now. He has a pattern, and his pattern has been not faithful. Hmm. He has that pattern. That's what happened between us. When we were dating, I had no inkling that there was somebody else until the other woman called me. And I'm like, wait, what? You know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, even I was cool with the mama, and she knew, but she couldn't save me from that foolishness, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Um, one of the things he was asking me about was, you know, if I go, if, you know, he asked me, he said, Kia, let me ask you this, because um, we were talking about the time where we were going to be going out as ladies. And um, he was like, let me ask you this. If you were a man, you know, and everything, um, he's like, how would you feel? No, he's like, how would you feel um, going out dancing with, another man, but you got a man at home, whatever. I said, oh, I I don't have this problem. I said, let me tell you, because I've been in that situation before. One of my exes hmm. from the past, two of my exes from the past, used to encourage me, baby, go out. Go have some fun. Go dance. You know, I don't mm-hmm. mind you dancing with another man. You know your boundaries. You know, just don't be letting them all up on, you know, grinding and stuff. And, you know, I'm like, cool. He's like, so you wouldn't have a problem with your man going out? I said, absolutely not. I would not have a problem with my man going out dancing with another woman. I said, but a lot of times some men have different intentions than women do. Sometimes women, we just want to go out and dance, have fun. We're not trying to get none. But sometimes we are. I said, but a lot of times, you know, sometimes uh, that's what someone else's point of view is. They, they're they looking to, you know, hook up with somebody. Mm-hmm. I said, but mm-hmm. I know my boundaries. I said, let me tell you this. First of all, 
if you're with a woman, you know the first time you sit down to have a conversation with someone that you're interested in, from the first time you sit down and have a long enough conversation to get to know them, Mm -hmm. you know their personality if they're a flirt, if they're someone you can trust, or if they're not. Mm-hmm. You can tell. You can tell. You might not want to tell, but you can tell if that person is flirtatious, you know, or whatever. Because, uh, you know, a lot of men like that sassiness, that fire, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's good. It's not a bad thing. But you can tell if, oh, I wouldn't be able to, uh uh-uh, uh, she couldn't let her out of my sight. Mm-mm. Because that one right there, you know, tell them what she'll do. No, you have those types. But then you have the type to where you know that I can trust mine because I know without a shadow of that I can just feel that one ain't going to go nowhere. She ain't going to do nothing. And that's where cheating really starts from. You really should know that. That that person is so wrapped up to you. Now I'm not saying they they can't pull the wool over your eyes because they can't. Lord knows the day we live in right now, it's a lot of that. <laughs> it is a oh, lot. Oh yes, of that. That's another but, episode. Wolves and sheep. <laughs> yeah, wolves and sheep clothing. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, they out there. Yeah, and seeking, lurking. <laughs> Yes, and yeah. for that person that's listening, that one is for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Straight <laughs> up. <Yes>, you. <laughs> if you're listening, you it's, for you. <laughs> it's for you. It's for you. Well, you know, go ahead, go ahead. So um, my thing is just, you know, get a really get a feel Right. For the person, you know, get a feel for the person, get get that personality, and first of all, sit down with yourself and figure out what would you stand for, what you won't stand for, what you look for, what you don't want to see. Right. You know, and once you narrow those things down, that will help you see a lot. Right. Right. It will. It will help you see a lot. And um, so, yeah, but back to the the question at hand, because I done went way off. Um, no, no I don't. I don't think that a, a once a cheater, always a cheater, because okay. um, there's some, some things in me that have been changed. And, um, you know, so... Um, Anybody can change uh, scenarios, change, uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you have to want to change and you have to want to evolve and you have to want to do better, you know. So, you know, like that famous person says, at that time in life, he wasn't with the person that he wasn't with his soulmate, that's a whole nother story right there, too. Do you mm-hmm. believe in soulmates? Is that really real? Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, he, I believe, I believe he ain't a cheater. 
anymore. I don't I don't believe he's a cheater anymore. And okay. if he is, you know, hey, that's his business because right. I'm not married. <laughs> you know but, I'm going to ask you once we mm-hmm. end this who you talking about. <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. You know I'm going to tell you. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I think everybody, I think everybody can change. Situations change. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I myself have never been a cheater. Uh, I have been cheated on. I know mm-hmm. the pain that that comes from that. I know right. the self esteem. I know how I am, and um, I know definitely it has made me more aware, more cautious, and more to where I just want to take my time and not mm-hmm. not rush into anything anymore because I used to be, whew, I used to cry, give them three days, cry three days over somebody and go on mm-hmm. and <laughs> move around. But, yeah. no, I don't. I don't feel that way anymore. I have to, I had to give myself time to heal. Have I healed? I really do believe I have, but, um, I just, I just want, I want to be sure that the next person that I'm involved with is, is equally balanced with me. Mm -hmm. And, that um, that it's just, you know, I don't want to go through the cheating thing again. So right. I think I really need to pay attention more and have better communication. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I am definitely going to look for certain flags. I'm big on red flags. I'm big yeah. on it, y'all. Y'all, she big on the red flags. She's big on it. Yes, she yeah. is. And that just brings it back to basically communication. That is the key. You got to, mm-hmm. because when you have a breakdown of communication, then you have misunderstanding. You don't have understanding. And, you know, oftentimes women complain that men don't mm-hmm. listen to them. But... Mm-hmm. Could it just be that it's not that men don't listen, but that they just listen differently? Yes, absolutely they do. Because they see, listen we, different. Yes, because, see, in my opinion, we're, it starts from when we were little girls, you know, being raised. Mm-hmm. Little girls, we we bond Look, from from the time we're little, we we learn how to bond by sharing and comforting each other, you know, our other friends. We kind of learn mm-hmm. how to become, we kind of learn intimacy through vulnerability at a, at an early mm-hmm. age for us. Mm-hmm. You know, boys, they have to kind of find their place. They bond, but I think it's more in a competitive state sense, mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. They're more direct. Guys are more direct. They're more direct and straight to the point. It's like, okay, you come to them, they're like, okay, I get the point. And all that other stuff that women, we just keep, we have to, like, give them a book. Mm-hmm. And they just need, like, 
uh, <laughs> they just need like a little intro. It's kind of, they look for key things. Hurt. I was wrong. I messed up. Sorry. That's it. And all the other stuff, they're just like, for them, it's unnecessary. So men, you got to kind of understand that that's just how we are. By nature, we're just we're just emotional creatures. We like to thoroughly express ourselves. But I don't want women to think that, you know, men aren't listening to them. I just think that men listen differently. I just think it could be that just men, you know, they, they listen differently. Not that they're not listening. So. Right. It just, mm-hmm. it all just ties back up into communication. <clears throat> communication is, is key. It yes. definitely is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's my, that's, that's my take. So what, let me ask you, what do you feel about a cheater? Okay. For now, like you said, it's certain situations that will, cause a person to cheat. Mm-hmm. I, however, feel that there is no need for cheating. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of person where I'm like, listen, you can come to me about anything. If you feel like you're going to cheat on me or you have a desire to cheat or thoughts of it, you need to come tell me. Mm-hmm. You need to come and tell me immediately. Because then we need to sit down and we need to discuss, okay, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. Why do you feel like this? Are you at a point in your life where you feel like you just want to cheat because you're you're not in love with me anymore? Mm-hmm. Or because you feel like there may be... Um, you're looking for something different, like a different excitement or passion? You know, mm-hmm. are you trying to validate your manhood? I mean, what is it? Because there are so many reasons why somebody would want to cheat. So first, let's just get to the why. Why do you feel this way? Mm-hmm. If it's something that you feel that it can be fixed because it's on my part or it might be on his part. And he feels mm-hmm. like, okay, we can work through this to where I wouldn't cheat, then let's work through it. Now, if you have gone on and still decided that, you know what, you were going to do it, for me, that's the end of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Because one, I take, even though I know the vows say through good and bad, better, worse, but you have broken a big trust factor for me. That 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 is for me. That's that's no longer there. Mm-hmm. I I'm not the type of person that I don't want to have to wonder if this person is going to do this again, or if even if you were to come to me and say. I'm not. I wouldn't do it again. Okay. But what happened to that communication we had prior to us trying to fix that? And then for you to turn around 
and do it anyway, then no. I feel like for me, I don't want to grow bitter. I don't mm-hmm. want to. I don't want to prevent you, because maybe you're just not happy with me anymore, and mm-hmm. I don't want to stop your happiness. Especially if there are children involved. I'm not the type of person where I I say we stay for the kids. No, because now this is just my opinion. And 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 oh yeah, I meant to put this out here earlier. A disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a degree. <laughs> it's like neither do I. I. I've taken uh quite a few courses in college on psychology, but I am not a licensed uh psychologist, therapist, counselor. Mm-hmm. So anything that you take from our episodes and you kind of try to apply it to your life, and if it just like makes it work for you, <laughs> please don't mm-hmm. come for us. <laughs> right. I'm just what you call a um experienced opinionator. I'm an experienced expresser. <laughs> right. We both are. <laughs> so, you know, just FYI. But I feel like, because I have seen, I have seen, I, I know people personally, and I have seen it that when there has been cheating involved and they stay mm-hmm. together, bitterness starts to grow. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, that trust, that honesty, you just, there's a lot of different emotions that are so wrapped around that whole word cheating. Mm-hmm. And to stay, to say, well, we'll stay for the kids. Well, guess what? You're kind of giving your kids that false hope mm-hmm. and make everything's good with daddy, mom. Yeah, you want your kids to think, especially when they're a certain age, because they're just things they're not going to understand. But mm-hmm. then if you're like, well, we're going to stay together until the kids are 18. Well, then what happens when 18 comes, you guys just decide to divorce, and then your children are looking at you like, what happened? What? Uh, right. I thought you guys had a great what? And then now guess what? That has now leaked off onto your kids because now they're going to have emotional issues. About mm-hmm. it, I have seen it time and time again, and I think that that don't use don't use your kids as an excuse for why you stay together. Mm-hmm. It's you're not you're not doing yourself any good, each other, and you're not doing your children any good because at some point it's going to affect them, especially in right. their eyes. We as parents try to make we're their heroes. They look up to us, you know. Our children, they they mimic. You know what they see if there's a if their household you know has both the mom and the dad mm-hmm. you know there they look at that and then when you hit them with the well mom and dad are going our own separate ways then they're looking like what's going on I'm not one to stay because of the children right I'm me just, neither I'm just I'm I'm I don't no no this is about you and I, because in the eyes of God, our spouse comes before our children. It doesn't mean that I, right. I don't think about what, but this, now this is about you and I. This is a big, this is about you and I. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can't, if one of us can't get past it, 
don't say, well, let's stay for the kids. No, absolutely not. Because it, we may think we're doing them good, but we're not. And so that's why for me, I would feel like, well, I never had you. If you cheat, mm-hmm. if you, if you, and, and cheating means not even just physically, you know, emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally, lusting. You mm-hmm. know, if you, if you do that, then there's, there's definitely a disconnect mm-hmm. in your marriage, in your relationship. And once mm-hmm. you discover that there's a disconnect, mm-hmm. you need to go to your spouse or your significant other immediately mm-hmm. and be open and be honest and say, hey, look, I think there's something going on. We need to fix this before possibly the cheating happens. So, yeah, Absolutely. I'm sorry, guys. It's it's a no for me. <laughs> it's a no for me. I just feel like if you step out of our marriage, something that mm-hmm. was under, something that we vowed and promised to not only to, you know, God ourselves, but our future family, if we didn't have kids at that time, you know, and if there was a point where, you know, one of us decided or we would whatever, in our thoughts, mm-hmm. and you know, we discuss it, we work through it, and then the act still came. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I, I just, mm-hmm. I just, the way that I'm built, the way that I'm set up, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able. I don't think I would be able to continue on with the marriage or the relationship. Doesn't mean that I won't forgive you. Because I have to. I have to forgive you for me. I have to for our, our children, you know, if, if kids are involved. But for me, n- no. Because I don't want to have to worry. I don't want to have to always. And we're women. That's how we think. That's it's right. how, you know, you know, you step outside. Okay. What is he doing? Where is he going? You know, you get a call. What, who is he talking to? Who, who is he texting? No. I can't, I cannot live my life. I'm not being true to who I am. And mm-hmm. even though you hurt me or vice versa, I hurt you, it's not fair to either one of us to have to put each other through that. You know, right. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't want to have to keep putting you through well, where are you going? What are you doing? Why, or why did, why did you come home? You know, GPS said you should have been home by, you know, six forty-five. You come here at six forty-eight. Mm. What what took you so? You know, no, no. That's that's just so much unnecessary negative yes. energy, and mm-hmm. I just and and mentally, it, it's just not a good thing. And I don't want to ever not much. be in a good mental state. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. some people can't. Some people, some people, where there's been cheating involved, they have they have, you know, worked it out, and they um. Their marriage is even better. Sometimes people mm-hmm. will say, "Well, that's what it—that's what it need needed to happen in order for right. our marriage to be where it is." And mm-hmm. that's awesome because everybody has to go through something in order to bless somebody else, or teach somebody else, or for someone else to learn from something. 
You know, mm-hmm. so I'm not mm-hmm. saying that once you cheat, you can't have a successful marriage, you know. And then I, I, I could be saying this, and then God forbid that if that were to ever happen, I'd kill him. But God forbid if that <laughs> were to ever happen, <laughs> you know, depending on where we are in our marriage, you know, maybe 10, you know, this is 10 years later, maybe I might be in a different place maybe mentally i may mm-hmm. think differently mm-hmm. and say well you know what you know but right now by you asking that question to me right now in this mm-hmm. in this moment that's how mm-hmm. i feel it doesn't mean that it, mm-hmm. it wouldn't change so let me just be honest with myself as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's definitely one of those situations that um until you walk into the, that situation right. I mean, yeah. um, I just had an epiphany I'll, as I was speaking. That's why I was like, "Wait a minute, let me think," because you know, I love, mm-hmm. I love my Reggie. <laughs> I know you do. No, I, I, I don't see anything <laughs> in the future ever, <laughs> <laughs> ever, ever. Never, never, ever, 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 never, ever, ever, ever. He gonna, he gonna live. <laughs> <laughs> if he knows what's good for you, he knows. I am no, not, no, I am not no. abusive, guys. No, she's I'm not. not she's not abusive. She's not abusive. <laughs> and, and neither am I. And neither am I. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely a situation until you walk in those shoes. I just, I, I was. Listening to you talk, and I was thinking, oh, shoot, which is another segment. (laughs) See? Being with someone that is cheating on someone. Hmm. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. I've been in there. I've been in that. I've been in that. I've been in that. And I want to talk. I want to talk about that. Being with someone. Being with someone where you, there was a time that you were going to cheat, but that person doesn't know. Ha ha. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 boy. I tell y'all, we got <laughs> layers. This is a it's, conversation. Yeah, that's why I call this part one. <laughs> Part one. This could take a whole month to break yes, down. It yes, it can. Yes, it can. But I think we, but, I think we, we did a lot. I think we, yeah. you know, broke down a lot of mm-hmm. different things. I, I pray that our family, that our listeners, uh, think so as well. You know, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. we, we just, we talk about things that we just experience or we know mm-hmm. someone has gone through or you know just real life situations yeah. this is real life we do we live and we want to help life. we do and we yeah. want to help someone you know if they're going through or you know if they're you know wondering and wondering yeah. am I wrong for feeling this way or right you know should I feel this way and like we said we're we're nowhere Near, we're not psychologists or psychiatrists, mm, but no, but no. we have lived through some things in our short amount of time on this earth, and we have experienced a lot, and uh, we just want to we just want to get it out there and share it and talk about um, yeah. 
things, you know. We just want to talk about, you know, have a discussion and right and share a little bit. And, so um, for all our married couples out there, please learn your spouse's love language. Learn it. Mm-hmm. Learn what his love language is and what your love language is. And that's mm-hmm. going to be a big part of helping your communication foundation to be very strong. So, mm-hmm. you know, really, if, for those who don't know, that's, that's, that's very, very important. Do you have any yes, other advice yeah. for, for that? Um, uh, yeah. Um, keep communicating and keep trying to um, put each other first. And just, you know, if if it's a relationship worth keeping that you know you want to keep, you have to know that you want it first. You have to know that it's worth keeping and that you're in it, that your heart is there and it's in it. And one thing about love, you know, we can fall in and out of it. and But you just have to remember, you know, is it worth it? And, oh, one thing I did want to tap on real quick. Real yeah, quick, real quick. go ahead. Um, when you were talking about um, people staying in a, in a marriage for the sake of the children, mm-hmm. I totally agree with you because that's one thing I'm really big on. I never, I have three children, and I never wanted to stay with their father for any reason other than love, not saying that I didn't want to stay and work it out for the children because, no, that does not teach your children love. That mm-hmm. teaches your children to just cope and deal with. Mm-hmm. Children are smart, and um, they can tell things when things aren't right. And, yes, it will wreck their world, but they're young. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. and 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 it and it but it teaches them something early on about life. Right. It teaches them right. not to settle, not to put up with whatever because we are an example for our children. And we want our we want the best for our children. We don't ever want our children to be in an unhealthy relationship or unhealthy right. environment. We right. want the best for our children. So with wanting the best for our children, if we're in a loveless relationship, I mean, because that's one of the things I deal with, me, with me being single. I'm sorry. I know this podcast is lasting forever. But, um, it's okay. <laughs> but we talking, my mother, honey. yes, we are talking. My mother sees things different than what I see things. In my eyes, my mother is divorced. She's been married twice, and there's three of us. And um, my mother never wanted to go on and get remarried. That's fine. That's her business. I respect that, even though I encourage her, but she ain't trying to hear that. (laughs) But for me, she tells me that she thinks that I need to just concentrate on raising my last child. and then date after he's grown. Mm -hmm. And I tell her, no, I don't feel that. I don't feel like I need to wait because, first of all, 
My son is a boy. He doesn't have uncles or the male figure in his life other than my son, my oldest, my eldest son, which my eldest son just came back um, from being in the military, but he is still young himself. And I'm not trying to have him be a father figure or a father at all to my son. And he's not going to always be in the picture. Now, I know for one thing, yes, us women, we can hold it down and raise the son, blah, blah, blah. I've raised my oldest son by myself. But I also had my grandfather in my life at the time because I was in Texas and I had other friends. I had friends that were males and, you know, could, could show, talk to my son. But my little boy doesn't have that because his father is deceased. And so he doesn't have the male figure. He doesn't have that that man he can go run to and talk to because there's so many questions that he has that I can't answer and that he asks me things, but he needs a male. That's why I was so happy when my eldest son came home to talk to him because show but then again I see other things because he don't have the patience. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to just sit and raise my son by myself because I want I I've seen the love in a marriage from my grandparents. I've seen the stability, and I want to teach my son family. I want to teach my son the importance of a dad, of a man being there. Um, I I want to teach my son the solidness of family, but I'm not going to stay with anyone for the sake of that. Now, I was in a relationship that was um, abusive a couple of years ago. But it wasn't a physical abuse. It was mentally abuse, and I was not happy. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just sat there and dealt with it for a while. But, you know, we never argued in front of my, my children. And my son came to me and asked me, do you think Mr. Such-and-Such Such would be my dad? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know where this is going, you know. Um, And then we didn't work out. And then I got with someone else um, a couple of years later, and then my son was, like, asking me the same thing. And I'm like, I don't know. I could see it, but I don't know. So I'm at a point where I don't bring, I don't expose my child to Everybody that I go on dates with or date, I don't do that because mm-hmm. I don't want him thinking this man could be my dad. Right. But then right. on the other, on the on the other shoe, one day there will be someone that will be your dad. Absolutely, absolutely. So I don't stay in a relationship for the sake of my child having a father or being with someone for the sake of that 
I don't do that because I want I want it real. And I don't like you said you want to stay true to yourself. I want mm-hmm. to stay true to myself. Right. Right. And so I'm not going to I I disagree with my mom's view and I'm I'm like no, I'm not going to I'm not going to just stand by and and not date nobody and you know right. just you know work hard to raise my son. I'm going to raise my son, no doubt. Right. But if the Lord shows fit that there's someone that is fit to take right. that role on, then, hey, it's going to happen. But no, no one should stay in a relationship for the sake of children because it doesn't, it doesn't really teach the children love. And right. I think that is very important to teach a child love that just, it just shows a facade. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything else. I mean, it, you know, for financial reasons. I know that's another thing my sister was going through with her and her son, her child's father. You know, um, her and Chante uh, and her daughter's father were going to get a house together. They were going to do this and this and that, but they were just going to co-parent. Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, you can do your thing, I'm going to do my thing, but we're going to get a house together, we're going to buy a house together, and da-da-da-da. No, boo, because you're really not being true to yourself and you're not being true to your child. You're 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 showing falseness, and you're not showing true love, and you're not showing that – you're not showing that to your, your child. You're not really helping. Right. And – you know, and then I had to break it down to her. So what if someone comes along that is meant for him or you? Then what? Then what do you do? Hmm. So. Well, <laughs> listen, this and, and this is not to say that we're right or we have all the right answers. There may be, mm-hmm. you know, some listeners out there that are like, you know, some of our family members are like, no, you're wrong because – I'm a product of mm-hmm. of that thing. And, you know, this is just going by our personal experience or someone we may know because I know two mm-hmm. people personally that this has pretty much happened where their parents stayed together for the sake of them. Mm-hmm. And it affects it, it. It played a big part in their mm-hmm. adulthood. Like one of them is not married because of it. Because mm-hmm. of it. and the other person, they they're married, um, and they have a pretty good marriage. But it just goes to show that it it does affect yes your mm-hmm. your kids. You may not think so because you you know some mm-hmm. people say well they're grown. They no it it really does and it does. also it's just not even the fact on people. You know, don't forget, it's not just people stay married because of kids, because there are people out there that are in marriages right now that they're only with that person because mm-hmm. finances. They don't have their own finances to take care of themselves, or they don't have anywhere else to go. They may not have mm-hmm. 
family. You know, if they may mm-hmm. be in a situation where they're not good with their family, they don't have a relationship with their family. And so the only family that they know is their spouse's family mm-hmm. or the friends that they have, they've gotten from their spouses, you know, mm-hmm. their friends is, has now become their friends. So there are other reasons why people stay married, even when mm-hmm. it's not really love there. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, they just can't do You're it on their own. So they, right. de- they mm-hmm. depend on somebody else to take care of them or take care of their, their children. Um mm-hmm. Because there may be times where there's marriages where children are involved and that's not their biological kids. Exactly. So Uh they're taking care of someone else's. But at what point do you say, you know what, no. And so, you know, there are other many different reasons why people stay married. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we'll we'll discuss that. (laughs) We'll discuss that. uh, Absolutely. Another episodes as well but no thank you thank you for sharing that i I really appreciate that thank you so much absolutely thank you and so thank Mm -hmm. you for listening to our podcast please don't forget to rate and write us a review please we would love to know what you're thinking like yeah write us and let us know hey i think you guys are wrong or if there Mm -hmm. are some of you out there that you know, it. you've been in that situation where your parents stayed because of you, you know, or your siblings, and it didn't affect you. It actually made you a better person or it was a positive result. Let us know, mm-hmm. you know, because we don't, yes. we love to know, we love to learn things and we do. see from other people's perspective. Because right now we can mm-hmm. just go off of what, you know, we know or what we've experienced or what people that we know that have experienced that themselves. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. please feel free to, to write us and we could talk about it. Or if you want to be on one of our episodes and if you want us to talk about topics that we haven't discussed mm-hmm. or you want us to go a little bit deeper into something that we may have discussed already, just feel free to contact us at pillowtalkanchor at gmail.com. And, mm-hmm. um, or, we'll, or they else? can reach us on Facebook and Twitter. Yes, yes, you can. You can reach us on Facebook, which is Pillow Talk with Nikki and Akia. And you can reach mm-hmm. us on Twitter, which is Pillow Talk Gals. And where else? And, mm-hmm. oh, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to our podcast on either the Google Play app or mm-hmm. the iTunes app at Pillow Talk with Nikki and Akia. Yes. So please be sure to come back on Wednesday night for mm-hmm. episode seven. Woohoo! Yes. <laughs> okay, seven family. Is my favorite number. Yes. <laughs> seven. Oh. Well, until then, mm-hmm. family, stay blessed and as always, please be inspired. We'll see yes. you later. Bye bye.